If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites Podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. I'm Ben. This is Sia. Welcome back to another episode of Non This Business Bites. Now, this week, we want to talk about workers versus the leadership and where where the reality is. Because here's the thing, and this is my thought process. Maybe Sia thinks differently. Maybe you guys think differently. Leadership is a mindset. It's not a job title. Anybody and everybody has the ability to be a leader at some level. You know, you may be brand new in the company. You may not be the next COO, the next CEO, the next CFO, wherever you want to be, but you have the ability to lead within your sphere of influence. And that doesn't mean that you have to have the title. You don't need to be manager. You don't need this. You need to think like a leader. You need to sit there and say, you know what? This is where we need to go. And I'm going to take the responsibility. I'm going to take the ownership. I want somebody to hand me the baton and I'm going to run with it. And I think that we need to be thinking about that. It says, what is the ability that each and every single one of us has to lead at our level and to be the person that people step up and say, hey, listen, that person's trustworthy. That person's the go-getter. That person's the one that is that we need to keep an eye on. Those are the people that they're going to get you know, they're going to get the, the next the next level of, of uh, responsibility. They're going to get the they're going to get the title bump. They're going to get the pay bump because they've already proved that they're worthy, that they're trustworthy, that they know what they're doing and that they show initiative. And they're the ones that fix things that when they need to be fixed instead of waiting for somebody else to tell them what to do. So Sia, let's know on this. Okay. So do you remember do you remember the book Animal Farm? Absolutely. So, you know, you've got the horses and uh, you've got the pigs. And the thing I thought that really struck me, blah, blah, blah. Let me speak English one more time for you peoples. Uh, So when I was about 12 years old, that was the very first time I read the book. And as a 12-year-old, you're very impressionable, right? And you're like, okay, maybe it might take a little bit more literally of horses and pigs on a farm, right? And then the older you get, the more you kind of translate what George Orwell was really going after. And even today I sit back and I think, you know, there are t- there are days when I'm just a workhorse. I just want to get a task done. I don't want to think anything else except task at hand because an actual end product ha- has to happen, right? There's a time for strategy and uh, there's a time for getting, you know, get your, you know, rolling up your sleeves and getting dirty and getting down and, and doing it. Um, what strikes me, about leadership in general is the fact that to have the wherewithal to recognize what the team is, their strengths within each individual member, and then seeing that bigger picture and being able to orchestrate that vision and communicate it in a way where the workhorses are willing to say, yeah, that's my role. I got it. I know my marching orders and I will do it so willingly. And so um, I, I, I just think too many times you have entrepreneurs and and folks in corporate where they think, oh, I've got the job title, so therefore I am the the whip, right? Or 
It's my job to block and tackle, but leaving the other areas of leadership off to the wayside. Um, and that's where I think workhorses have the ability to step up with their own wisdom, their efficiencies to, to share their knowledge and step up in a leadership position in that context for that moment in time. Does that make sense? Am I kind of babbling here? But No, no you don't because uh, to me, leadership requires three things. One, your job is to empower. Your job is to inspire, to, um, uh, to inspire, to coach, and to mentor, to be able to sit there and say, okay, these are my people. These are their strengths. These are their weaknesses. Let's sit there and focus on their strengths, find out what their weaknesses are, and uh, find the people that can help them through those difficult times and be able to make the project work. They're also there to sit there and say, okay, there's minutia in my team's way. How do I get the minutiae out of the way? How do, how do I make sure that they're protected from above? How do I make sure that if they make a mistake, that they're, they, they know that I'm going to have their back? And the third thing that every leader should do is to build the next generation of leaders. Because until you, as a leader, whatever level you are, is irreplaceable, like, sorry, is not irreplaceable, is someone that can be sitting there go, you know what? Somebody else can take this role, then you can be elevated. You know, you cannot be elevated to the next role until there's somebody behind you that can take your job. So you shouldn't be threatened by people that are going after your job. You should be sitting there going, okay, my job is to mentor these people, to coach these people, to give them the, the skills and also the, you know, the, the training that they need to be able to be better than who they are today, if that's what they want. To because when you do that, you put yourself in a position where people are looking at you going, wow, look at their team. Look at what they've done with this small team. If we give them a bigger team, they can do some amazing things with a bigger team. So we all need to sit there and think that the people that work with us are not a threat. That's They're true. our allies. 100%. And, and, and our job is to listen to them, to realize that their job is to be smarter than us in a particular area. You know, in a particular area, this person is a guru at spreadsheets. This person knows marketing like the back of their hand. This person is an incredible salesperson. Guess what? I'm none of those things. But what I am is I know how to manage these people. I know how to get the best out of them. And I know how to align them so they all understand what the main goal is so we can get, work on purpose and vision towards the long-term visions of the company. That's your role as a leader is to empower your people to be the best that they can be. And I think that people sit there and go, well, wait a second, I, I'm a leader now. I get the corner suite. I get, I get the title bump. I get the pay bump. You know, I, everybody should call me Mr. or Ms. And you know, they, th they look at the power, but they don't look at the responsibility. Mm. You know, what you just got me thinking of is I remember my favorite management members, some of them I reported directly into, some I didn't report into directly into. Some of them were a couple levels up. What I really appreciated and, and my inspiration and takeaways from those individuals was the fact that they themselves were curious. Absolutely. And therefore it allowed me an opportunity to say, oh, if they're curious, I too can be curious. And when I was in those in that environment of curiosity, I thought outside the box far more often than I would have normally. And I got to say thank you to to those that I worked with to allow me that. And you know what? It actually wasn't even management. Sometimes they were my peers who 
thought outside, thought outside the box of something different. Look, as a salesperson, I had to enter into Salesforce. Don't get me wrong, Salesforce. Love you guys. You're nice peoples. But let me tell you, as a salesperson, any CRM is a pain in the wazoo. I don't care what platform it is. It just manual entry of data when you're trying to hustle and make things happen is just a pain in the wazoo. It's just paperwork, right? But I remember one of my peers was like, dude, you know what I do? And like, they had this wonderful idea. And I was like, son of a sea cook, you save 30 minutes out of my day just by this, you know, one idea. And he's like, yeah, one day it was because my kid was throwing up all over my laptop and I just had an idea. And I was like, whoa, dang, that's, it's just, again, sometimes vomit might be a great inspiration source, but the fact that he was felt freedom enough to be creative, to do work around, figure it out. That's what I think is more needed between leadership and workhorses is that collaboration to say, have at it, like throw yourself a, you know, think outside of the box party if you want. Well, we can't be afraid of change. I love the word curiosity that you use, but there's also change. It's, mm -hmm. it's, we've always done it this way is the scariest words in business. Yes. And, yes. and sit there going, wait a second, somebody's news looking at this from a new set of eyes. They're walking in there saying, wait a second here, there's got to be a better way of using Salesforce, or there's got to be a better way of using this tool or that tool, or how can we make this more effective? Or exactly, can you explain to me why we're using this and why I need to enter this data and what does it enable us to do? Because Salesforce, let's pick on Salesforce, is a powerful tool. There is an amazing amount of information that can be extracted out of Salesforce to be able to make a salesperson's life better if they understand how to do it and how if they understand how to be able to take that data, that information, make sense out of it and be able to communicate that back to their customer. Now, yeah. that is an amazing thing that most salespeople are never taught. They're never trained on. They're given this piece of software and they're saying, well, go use it. Yeah. And I need you to enter this, this, and this. And there's never that ability to ask why. And leaders need to sit there and not only tell people what to do, but more why they need to do it and what that's going to enable them to do it, how it's going to help them make their life better. And that's what we need to be focusing on as leaders is stop looking at the what and definitely not telling people how, but telling them why things need to happen and let them be empowered to figure out their own way to be able to achieve that goal. Because they're going to come up with ways you hadn't even thought of, you hadn't even conceived. And you know what? There's going to be some innovative stuff that's going to come up that sooner or later is going to save the company hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars and make everybody happier because they stop saying, but we've always done it this way. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. I think it's a death knell of any, any organization as a team, as a relationship, and as a business. We've always done it this way is the death knell, 100%. So I think that's a great way to leave this is to sit there and say, as leaders, our job is to train, to coach, to mentor, to be that person that enables our team to think differently, be curious and make mistakes and not sit there and slap people upside the head when they do make mistakes and say, okay, what did we learn from this and how do we be better? And I think that that's where we need to take the workhorses and enable them, empower them and enable them to be engaged because they feel that they've been listened to, they understand, and they matter. I like that. Ben, I think you couldn't have ended it better than that, sir. Oh, there we go. I'm Ben. And I'm Sia. We'll see you soon. Hey, hey, hey. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Not On This, Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me at brilliantbeammedia.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through digital content and podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This, Business Fights.